0: Welcome to the Order of Dark Arts podcast, where we discuss the history and philosophy of walking the Luciferian path to the daily practice of demonic magic. It is I, Dr. Pete, broadcasting from the Order of Dark Arts podcasting headquarters in the delightfully dark city of New Orleans, Louisiana, along with our co-host. She's an expert in the field of demons and demonic magic, an author and the CEO of the ever successful Seventh Witch House, the always amazing Professor Ashley Atori. How are you today, Professor?
1: I'm doing wonderful. It's so nice to be here again. How are you doing, Pete?
0: I'm doing great. This is so exciting. I'm loving the series of the seven deadly sins. I want to welcome everyone back that is following our series about the seven deadly sins and working with the demons connected to them.
1: Yes, the first episode about pride and power was exceptional for sure. The feedback was immensely positive. So many people tuned in. So many people downloaded. and. The last listeners got substantial information about empowering themselves and about how to work with Prince Demon Belial.
0: Yeah, I agree. And with this series, listeners are getting a breakdown and a discussion of each of the deadly sins, as well as the Luciferian point of view with each one of them.
1: Yes, this podcast has most definitely become a very constructive and effective outlet for listeners to come to understand a Luciferian point of view regarding different religious and social concepts.
0: So with the first episode, we connected pride with power and working with the demon Belial. You had mentioned that we're going to be working with Leviathan on the second episode um, regarding Mm -hmm. envy. So what is envy, Professor?
1: Aristotle defined envy as pain at the sight of another's good fortune stirred by those who have what we ought to have. And the most important part of that to take away is the point of pain. Pain, the element of pain is what separates envy from jealousy, which is commonly crossed with envy. A lot of people use these two words interchangeably, but they are very different. Jealousy is, the, is anger at the fear of loss of so something that you already have. And whereas envy is this, this painful resentment, and awareness when someone else has an advantage or trait or something that you do not have. And also when you desire to have what they have, it's the point in which you are bitter and resentful and, and are feeling pain. So that is what envy is. And again, to reiterate It is envy when you want something that you do not currently have that someone else has.
0: So, Professor, what makes envy a sin?
1: So, to be clear, envy is defined as a sin in Roman Catholicism, which, of course, permeated into Christianity. So, therefore, it's it's looked down upon in Christianity, too. So, it's considered a sin because it is the doorway to many evil actions. Anything from sowing discord to destroying relationships to having just an air and attitude of resentment and bitterness, and anything that would separate you from the so-called will of God behaviorally. So if you listen to our last episode, then you know that the seven deadly sins came about through Pope Gregory I right after the fall of the Roman Empire and in the establishment of the new church in Roman Catholicism. These were the early years of Catholicism or Christianity. Now remember that the the environment socially and culturally was in an upheaval, that this was a situation where the Roman Empire was formerly polytheistic and now they were forced to be Catholic. And back then, if you did not convert to Catholicism or if you were found to be not in alliance with Pope Gregory's rules, then you could be excommunicated or executed. So these seven deadly sins were not simply done to help you be pious and in accordance with God and his will, but they were also meant to control the people because if the people were not envious of the papacy or the noble, which were the very few at that time, many if not most, were in poverty. If they were not envious, then they would not rebel and revolt. So that was the Catholic or Christian reasoning for not being approving of envy. Now Luciferians as well are not approving of envy. It's for different reasonings, but one of the biggest is is because the root cause of envy is low self esteem. So when it comes to Luciferians, low self esteem is a behavior or a trait that Luciferians definitely try to get away from. It may be a common starting point with many people when they get on this path, but the hope is is that they will go far away from it and through Legion, through magic, obtain a life that they are proud of and that they are not left in wanting and not uh, left feeling like a victim. And, and being a Luciferian makes you incredibly knowledgeable, enlightened, empowered, and confident. Uh, we want other Luciferians to be confident in who they are and happy with what they've been able to manifest through magic. And having a low self-esteem and being in a place of envy is, is certainly not where you want to be. If you find yourself in that place, it's time to do magic to get out of it.
0: So how do you see envy affecting our lives in, the, in modern day?
1: So envy in modern times is looked at very much the same way it was centuries ago. But the way in which envy tends to manifest itself and the reasonings that it does manifest itself have certainly changed. And now envy seems to be more so a mental health issue than it it ever has in times past. With the rise of social media, we have seen what appears to be just an explosion of envy. And this is mainly because social media most certainly rewards and promotes perfection. And while at the same time, shames imperfection or, or negative feelings or negative speech. And also at the same time, it promotes inauthentic interactions. All of this often leaves someone with comparing themselves, as we all do, leaves somebody comparing themselves to other people who are often seemingly perfect or certainly more polished than they are in real life. Now, that doesn't go to say that what somebody posts or promotes is necessarily fake or a lie. But certainly with social media, you you get people not promoting the reality of their situation and not and not showing the bad parts. Now, this combination of of inauthentic interactions and and a promotion of perfectionism has been somewhat of a perfect storm for a narcissist. And it, it most certainly is a trigger for a narcissist because what is a narcissist? A narcissist is somebody who has been overtaken by envy who has a very low self-esteem and that low self-esteem gets triggered likely daily by seeing images of people living lives that in appearance are better than theirs and it's not just narcissists who are triggered it's it's everyone who's triggered because centuries ago it's it's not likely that you would even see your neighbor every day much less thousands of people and the thousands of polished people. So it's it's definitely a different environment and we really have to we really have to struggle with you know, what is real and what is not and and you have to struggle with with envy and with minding your moral compass in association with the actions that come along after envy.
0: Can we discuss that what people are envious of or jealous of is never the full picture?:
1: Yes, of course. so so the interesting thing of envy is that oftentimes people are envious of something and and they'll even commit acts that are evil, negative, and dangerous uh, towards somebody who has what they want. However, oftentimes, they are in no way willing to do what it takes to actually earn what that other person has. So this also is exacerbated by social media. Again, what people see every day, what they see thousands of pictures of is typically success or the final result of something. It, It is not the struggle and and the pain that it took to get there, if it's real in the first place. But um, a a lot of people who engage in continual act of envy are often people who are unwilling to go out and get it themselves. Uh, and, And that, like I said, that is, that is the, the problem with, with social media is that uh, like I said, you are seeing the final result. And so people will say, Oh, I want that. I want that. But, but do you really, you know, are you willing to get out there and get it? And, and that's what luciferianism is about. You can have anything, but you're going to have to be willing to do the work and not to just sit back and, and, you know, greedily want something and want the worst for somebody who has what you don't have. You have to, it, it's good to want things, but you're going to have to put in work and you're going to have to have faith and you're going to have to get off your butt and, and be willing to do the work that it takes to get that thing or trait that you want. Uh, You should never wish bad on somebody who has what you want, unless you're also willing to do the work that it takes to get there. And most aren't. And that's why few, very few are successful uh, in life in general and, and, and why most just sit back wanting it, so that you know, that's another reason why uh, envy is looked down upon elferism. We believe in going out there putting in the effort and getting that thing that you want yourself with the help of legion
0: that's so true they've they uh, they look at what they only see on the as you're saying the tip of the iceberg. And it makes them feel bad, you know, and then they 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 come down on themselves, and they they don't think that they're doing enough work, and when they don't even look underneath the water per se to to figure out what it's going to take to get to where that person is that level of success, and then they become envious. It's, it's almost like a vicious circle, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely, yeah, um, and, and especially now where envy is a problem in Luciferianism is that Luciferians believe that through your free will and through your relationships with your demons that you're able to get just about anything you want, as long as you're willing to ask for it and work for it. And so we don't believe that we are in a situation where we have to be kept low. Being uh, wanting more for yourself is fine. Wanting what someone else has is fine, but but what envy leads to uh, and you know that that pain part of envy, um, being pained by there's no reason for it, uh, being pained or being angry because of what someone else has, uh, is seen as bad Luciferianism because it leads to treacherous acts and it leads people to be in a state of feeling helpless. And we don't believe that we're helpless, but um we believe that that we have incredible freedom and ability, and uh, to be prosperous and to have love and to have anything. That we desire through Lucifer and his legion.
0: Yeah, you you bring up a great point, especially with um, with Luciferians. We understand that we have to do the work, and that's Mm -hmm. the that's part of the equation is doing the work. It's it's great to have that relationship and connection with the demons and with Father, of course. But we also have, right? We also have something that we have to do, and that's the work that we have to do in this physical world.
1: Yeah, you're totally right. Accountability is a huge part of being a Luciferian. We can only be Uh, upset with ourselves (laughs) for the state of our lives. You can only be a victim for so long. It's always, we believe that it's always your choice how to react to a situation that we aren't victims and that we can have anything we want and everything we desire as long as we put forth the intention, faith and effort.
0: Intention, faith and effort. You heard it there Mm -hmm. from the professor, Ashley Ettore. That is great. That needs to go up on my wall. I think I'm going to write Mm -hmm. that down after we get this recording done. Well, this is a good time for us to take a commercial break and hear from our sponsor, The Order of Dark Arts. So we'll return after that. Hello, fellow demonic occultists. We have all had bad days. We slept through the morning alarm, missed a deadline at work, only to come home to find the dog has chewed up our favorite pair of running shoes. But every so often, because of our Luciferian path and demonic practice, you notice an unsettling interference, that feeling of being singled out by one of those feathered winged jerks from the sky, also known as an angel. Angelic attacks happen because those celestial jokers do not want you to succeed. It's your demonic doctor here, Dr. Pete, and the seventh witch house has you covered with all the demonic protection products you would need. Would you like to clear out negative or hostile energies from your work or living space? Then pick up a Cleanse and Clear Purification Candle at the 7th Witch House. Do you need to cast out a lower level demon or angel from your house? Then I recommend a bottle of Leviathan's House Clearing Potion. These two products work specifically with Prince Leviathan. Since before time was even measured, Leviathan has been a great demon of protection. Currently, the 7th Witch House has a limited edition Leviathan Protection Box. This box comes with Leviathan's sigil, an offering for him, and a protection ritual. Also included in the box is Leviathan's Anti-Angelic Negativity Potion and Potion Bar, an Uncrossing Potion Spray and Roller, and Leviathan's Protection Car Diffuser. There are over 10 products in this limited edition box. So go to the website at the OrderOfDarkarts.com and type in the search bar limited edition protection box and you can see everything that is included. Leviathan is the second crown prince of hell and is known as the angelic ambassador and guardian of hell. Leviathan deals in negotiation with angels and also banishes lower demons from possessions, hauntings and negative influence. Leviathan is the demon you want to call upon for protection from angelic influence or attacks. I recommend you set up an altar to Leviathan in your house and ask him to protect you and your family. The Seventh Witch House has all the pendants, products, and tools you would need to properly honor and work with Prince Leviathan. Hail Leviathan, and thank you for your protection. Welcome back to the Order of Dark Arts podcast, where we discuss being a Luciferian and developing relationships with demons and the practice of demonic magic. Today, Professor Ashley Ettore and I are discussing the second of the seven deadly sins, which is envy. You mentioned earlier, Professor, that as Luciferians, we want to work with protection as it relates to envy. Can you explain?
1: Envy has actually become so much of a problem in our modern culture that We have to regularly protect ourselves from envy, especially as Luciferians who tend to be more successful and tend to have the things that most people want because of our involvement in magic. We have to make sure that we protect ourselves against people who will succumb to envy because they do not feel free enough to go after the desires of their heart. Envy can make people do a lot of really crazy things. And so in the nature of these times, it's a good idea to make sure that you engage in protection magic. And to do that, you would typically use Demon Leviathan. And Leviathan is the second crown prince of the Royal Legion. He is an angelic ambassador and guardian of the first ether, which is hell. He deals in negotiations with angels and he can protect from angelic attacks. He can also end a possession. And he can help somebody mind their moral compass. Now, when it comes to possessions, uh, this would be possessions by angels. There are lower angels and lower demons. Uh, remember that we work with the Royal Intermeri- Intermediary Legion. And what typically takes place in possessions is with lower demons and lower angels, which can be very, very... Violent, if you've ever experienced one. But <clears throat> again, you know we'll we'll get into that in a future episode. Uh, I it's certainly difficult to bring up or talk about without jumping into it fully. But uh, we will definitely talk about possessions in another episode.
0: That's interesting. That Leviathan will protect you from other lower demons.
1: Yes, angelic attacks and lower demonic possessions. So. When people see possessions on TV or they hear about possessions, a lot of people will think that higher demons are responsible, but in fact, they are not. Um, it a lot of times it is either lower demons or typically lower angels, and you know again we'll we'll get into that in a future episode. But Leviathan is ultimately the one that will be called to flush them out, and. <clears throat> He's incredibly successful with ending a possession, ending any kind of empiric attachment, um, ending bouts of envy and extreme jealousy. He's, he's wonderful for just completely ending bad intentions towards you and bad actions towards you and any kind of just negative attachment that to you from someone else or something else. But again, uh, we'll we'll get into possession uh, on another episode. It's definitely going to need to take an entire episode. But in short, if you are feeling incredibly negative or if you are feeling attacked or you're feeling cursed or you're worried about a hex, it is Leviathan who you're going to go to to clear that out. And you can do so through evocation or invocation. Invocation is probably one of the quickest ways. But if you have a space that needs clearing or if you need clearing, it is going to be Leviathan that will be the demon that can do that.
0: Yeah, I know we're going to do an episode about uh, possessions and exorcisms and everything down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and Leviathan is, of course, going to be a part of all that. And and uh, when... yeah,
1: it's hard to it's hard to talk about it without like totally jumping mm-hmm. in. But it's a fascinating subject for sure. Yeah,
0: we'll dedicate a whole episode to that. Yeah, I think so many people are going to be into that, and it's amazing. I've never heard of a lower angel. That's just fascinating to me. Uh, we'll have to oh, talk yeah. more about that in that episode because I know listeners would probably want to hear about that. Hmm. And like uh when you're in your house or you're walking around town or in a relationship that you feel like there could be so that funny feeling Leviathan would be a great prince to call upon for protection. So if someone wanted to establish you're talking about having an altar in your house um for protection or someone who just wants to build a relationship with Leviathan, do you have any tips on how they could do that? Maybe some of the things that he likes as an offering or.
1: Definitely. You can have an altar out to him. You can have a sigil out. You can have gold candles that you light to him as an offering. You can leave coins, leather. You can you can offer shots of alcohol. You can do handwritten letters. You can do you know, anything that takes effort, anything that is engraved to him or special, especially made for him. It's something that takes effort and something that is, is worthy of a prince.
0: I know you do a lot of consultations, Professor, and I was wondering if you could give us any personal experiences or examples of working with Leviathan to help others or things that you have seen in your own personal practice.
1: Oh, yes, there's been thousands at this point, and they've all been great. I, I have noticed a definitely a pattern that in the consultations where somebody has no a history of any kind of mental illness that, um, with people who have no history of that, when they suddenly have this onset of, uh, the sudden onset of incredible negativity or low energy and, and just a feeling of being attacked or a feeling of, of instance, you know, paranoia and, uh, intense feeling of self-loathing and they're conscious of it. I've noticed that invocations of Leviathan tend to cut and clear these feelings more often than not within about an hour. Um, And when somebody has all of those feelings, um, those are traits that are pretty synonymous with possession. And uh, that's typically possession by a lower demon or lower angel And by being invoked with Leviathan, you can totally cut and clear any kind of hexes, any kind of possessions, and really rid yourself of of negative and malevolent attachments.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that um, when I wear his invocation piece, um, that I feel much lighter, not as heavy and, um, and I just feel like I'm kind of floating through my day. It's, it's incredible. As Luciferians and demonic occultists, it's important for us to keep up our protections in the magical world as well as in the mundane world. Wouldn't you agree, Professor?
1: Yes, absolutely. We have to make sure that we use Leviathan to protect ourselves from non-human entities and human entities alike. You have to remember that having a negative, envious, and... Yeah, non moving non positive person in your life can be detrimental to it. It can be worse than a possession. People like that are parasitic and people who stay in a state of envy are no could and people it's people like that who end up being what is behind you know phrases like move in silence or let your success speak for for itself we shouldn't have to move in silence we should be free to dream out loud to want things out loud to have goals out loud and not be scared of vultures around us and if you are if you if you are scared of that and you're having to move in silence that's living in inauthenticity and <clears throat> if you have to live in inauthenticity in your personal life Uh, then I I, I feel terrible for you. You must have a horrible group of friends, a horrible family. Uh, If you are living inauthentically, then I would highly suggest working with Leviathan because, like I said, you shouldn't have to move in silence. You should be shouting your dreams from the rooftops. You should be free to talk about the things that you enjoy in life and your accomplishments and feel free and proud because by doing that, you are honoring the demons that you worship. You are living a fruitful and prosperous life and you are appreciating it and talking about it and therefore being a reflection of them. So If you're a Luciferian, it is good to not only prosper and do well, but to talk about it, to flaunt it even. Uh, It is other people's responsibility to get past the point of envy and into a point of action. And if they don't, Leviathan can be there to rid your life of them.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I could see where, like, to stay silent. I've heard that, you know, stay silent comes out of a place of fear to me mm-hmm. instead of like, hey, this is what I'm doing or look what I've done. I think it's important to to celebrate.
1: Yes, like I said, it's, it's a very positive thing to do. It, it's wonderful to talk about your life and your dreams and to not have to live a life where you are in silence. And by talking about your dreams and by talking about the things you've accomplished, again, you're honoring your demons, but you might also be inspiring the people who are envious of you. It's important to... tell the story of how you got to where you are and or talked about your plans of where you're going. Maybe you could end up taking along a partner along the way or inspiring somebody else out there who's previously envious of you to join you, inspire them to do the work. It's good to talk about your journey.
0: Exactly. It is. It's a learning experience. Plus, if someone wants to follow in your footsteps, they'll know what they're getting into and not bite off more than they can chew in a sense.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, um, so, yeah, love, I think it'll be along the way and uh, be able to celebrate your most authentic self and protect you from other people being shitty. <laughs> yeah,
0: being being trolls out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they uh, come around. I could see that because they're jealous of what you have and they don't realize the work that you've put in and uh, yeah. the commitment that you have. I mean, it does take a, a, a commitment
1: in that. Oh, yeah. Incredible
0: commitment. So so I think what you're saying, instead of worrying about having envy, the Luciferian or the demonic practitioner should focus on protection, both inside themselves as well as outside in the, you know, their mundane world. Of course.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, this is going to wrap us up for the envy edition of our seven deadly sins series. This has been a fantastic discussion, Professor. I've learned so much. This is an exciting. I think this is going to be a very popular episode for everybody.
1: Oh, it's been so great. I really, I really appreciate you, Pete. This, is, this has been an amazing episode.
0: So, Professor Ashley, do you have any last thoughts or anything you want to share with our listeners before we close out?
1: I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in with us each week. We look forward to bringing you an episode every week. And... We hope that you enjoy the future episodes coming
0: up. I want to close out by encouraging everyone to stay tapped in, tuned in, and turned on to your Luciferian practice. Please visit the Order of Dark Arts website at theorderofdarkarts.com to find more information and products to Leviathan as well as all the demons of Lucifer's Legion. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you will be notified when the third episode of our Seven Deadly Sins series drops. Until then, shine on, you beautiful demonic diamonds. Shine on.